Coming up today on What Goes On Around Here, a multi-platinum recording artist, a latter-day disco diva, whose hits include Tell It To My Heart and Love Will Lead You Back, Taylor Dane in the house. Hi, Wendy. Hello. How are you? I got my trusty sidekick uh, today, everyone. Wendy Birch from KTLA. She's the Yenta. I'm the Renta Yenta. <laughs> you, are, you are the Renta Yenta. Yeah. Uh, that's Very right. Low. I'm the resident Renta Yenta. Uh, I'm Lisa Stanley. That's Wendy Birch. And today we're going to chat it up. Well, you just heard her. One of my favorite people, Ugh. favorite singers, and my good friend, Taylor Dane, who I'm just going to brag about you for a minute, okay? Oh, really? Yeah. Who's gone Aww. from platinum songs to chart-topping dance hits over the course of your career you've had in my opinion one of the most recognizable voices in the music business uh at least top 10 hits uh, that i can uh, think of selling a combined 75 million singles really? and albums yes it's, wendy i mean <laughs> where have i been <laughs> 75 million yeah I've time been, out oh, you've been there hold on She's also in the Long Island Music Hall of Fame with well, Billy Joel and Pat Benatar. The Long Island Music Hall of Fame. I mean, we call it New York, but we'll say Long Island because right. Long Island somehow has managed to get its own place in. I noticed that. In the, in, in, but that's yes, really in where you're from, right? That is true. I grew, well, no, I'm, I was born in New York. And, but didn't you but grow New up York in Long, is Long Island? Island? I did grow up in Long Island. Right. Strong Island, we call it. And get this, Wendy. She also, I don't hear you talk about this much, maybe because it was so long ago, but she also uh, went on tour, the European leg tour, with Michael Jackson's bad tour. <laughs> no, that, that, that was my first tour. That was, was your first tour? Yes. So the single came out, Tell It To My Heart, became, you know. 1987, like, yeah? Correct. But it was released in Europe first, and, and Michael was on the bad tour. And uh, within six months, I was opening up for him. And I mean, literally, it did, hadn't even broke here in the state. It was just breaking as a single. It was just mind blowing. And he was playing stadiums, honey. You're, and you're the, at yeah, the I was going to say that was like at the, the height, height, wasn't it? I the mean, height it was, of the height that of was the height. right after Thriller. Am I right? No, um, Bad was right before. But no, Bad was after Thriller. Yeah, of Bad was after Thriller. Yes, so it yes. was well, just off the wall came first, then Thriller, then thriller. which him and, and then I ended up uh, taking his manager. <laughs> And guess what Unbelievable. happened? Unbelievable. And guess what happened after she took that manager? Uh, she Delia, ended up. Frank. Yeah, God Frank. Bless your oh, soul. God bless him. He's not with us anymore. Okay, so then what happened is after that, she had just huge hits. Boom, 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 boom. One right boom. after the next. One right after the other in the late <laughs> 80s. And then she decides, Taylor decides, well, I think that's not enough for me. I got to try Broadway. I got to try <laughs> acting. She lands a role. You land a role with Warren Beatty yeah. in, in a movie, Love Affair. Then she ends up in the musical Aida. How was that? Well, you don't end up in any Broadway musical. You just, you know, that's eight shows a week. So, um, yeah, I started that. With, I mean, that was an incredible adventure. And, and, and Broadway is anything. I, I give props to most theater actresses and actors. It's it's a lot of is work. Is it hard to do and repetitively? It's is that it is, hard? because I'm so used to being touring. So that means the next day I do want to be in another city. But at the same time, it was wonderful to be in one place. And that's not, you know, I've done Cats since then, and I've done Archie Mahitable. So it's been a wonderful, it's been a wonderful ride, as you say, as you're culminating to the the top of your cake. What's your cherry? 
30 years right here as we sit here. And yeah, it's been an amazing ride. That. We're yeah. going to talk well, about that. Well, you were a child that. prodigy, so what? You started when you were eight, right? So it's really amazing Earlier. what you've accomplished. Earlier. <laughs> and I do no, remember. No, I was. I, was, I started. I, I had a little solo in, in when I was five. Was that when you were Leslie Wonderman? I was okay, born never, Leslie Joy Wonderman. And I've never asked you this in all the years I've known you. Sure. How did you go and who gave you the name Taylor Dane? It's kind of like that Marilyn Monroe or anybody else. How did we do it? Rick and I sat with a drink or two during a... And I had a single out under Leslie. I was already doing Leslie, um, singles. right? Leslie, right. yes. I think that one was called "I'm the One You Want." And I was, you know, you're talking eighteen, nineteen. I was playing in Zanzibar's. I was playing in these clubs and these in twelve inches. We were releasing in the day. This was when you know what we're doing now. What we have with our internet. This was farm to table with music at the time. Same thing. It's independently done. Were you going so, I mean, Leslie like was like, what were you doing? I can't release music under Leslie. Like, I got to change. It just wasn't a complete identity. So who came up with Taylor? You? No, Rick found that. I came up with Taylor. No, we were in a session with Dee Snyder, believe it or not, from Twisted well, you're Sister. you buddies with Dee. Correct. Yes, but at the time, I really didn't know him, but he was came from my, he graduated from my school 10 years, 13 years earlier from my high school. So oh, he was already. the same school. He grew up in Baldwin as well. Oh. Is he in the Long Island Hall of Fame? <laughs> how could, how could Twisted Sister I mean, he's in New York, Long Island, of course. The common denominator. Okay. Absolutely. Anyway, his guitarist, his, they kind of threw the name up. He goes, well, you can't sign under Leslie. I go, don't I know it? Because they, everybody was, Arista Records was interested in Tell It To My Heart. It was a single we were, we had worked on and, and produced. And I said, well, you're right. And he goes, well, you're more like a guy. Why don't you go by Frankie, Johnny? And the guy goes, oh, I have a girlfriend named Tommy. And we all are like, Tommy sounds cool. And he goes, but my other girlfriend is Taylor. I just tell her I'm going out with Tommy so we were like oh cheating you know infidelity but I like Taylor we all just were like screw the Tommy bit but Taylor worked yeah and nobody would never heard that no. and then we went to a, a bar that night with a baby book because Richie Canada my Billy Joel's ba- you know you remember him I Richie? do I well, sure Richie, do. yeah that's whose studio we were recording in gave us his baby book because he was having a baby and, and Rick Wake my producer partner saw Dane and he said let's just put that there Taylor and Dane. just like that, it's fabulous. I mean, is it that really the craziest is the thing? It really is. It is it's, a, it's, it's the sexy. best name, though. It is the best name. It's Sorry, sexy, what's your last name? My strong. daughter's in the studio. What's yes. your last name? Hi, Astaria. This Hi. is Taylor's daughter. What's your last name? Dane. Are you happy with it? Yeah, it How works about, with my name. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I am. I am. Wait, it does. I better tell you what she's going to name her child. Well, you're going to have a child one day, right? Yeah, I want to. And what are you going to name it? Two, she's going to have. I already have my baby names. But your baby names were your mother's I, names yeah, that I found. I, for my, like, the first child that I have, I want to name him or her, regardless if it's a girl or a boy. Gender, meaning. Yeah, like, regardless the sex. I want to name it Lotus after my brother's name. middle name. What do you mean name? that's Levi's middle name? She's she's a thief? Yes. Okay, so you stole <laughs> I just, that name. I, love, I don't know, Lotus. I love that name, Lotus. I think you're going to change your mind by the time you birth something. Probably, but... <laughs> right? For now, I, I, like like it. I know we went so tangent, position. but like we're just going to start now. calling this show "Mothers and Daughters" and <laughs> and everybody in between. We can so. do anything. Well, Wendy, you we want can call it "Mothers and Sons." All but I want to know is what the heck is going on around here? <laughs> we took the floor over. Okay, right, what's, the, what's the next one? Um, and so, the next one is sorry, also this is Taylor Dane. This is her daughter, Astaria. <laughs> what are you calling the next one? The next child. I said I want to have two. Yes, but what is what the next one? Ryder. Didn't I have a boyfriend named Steven Ryder once? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you did. And didn't I say to him, oh my God, your last name is far more interesting than your first. Let's call you Ryder Stevens. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, I just like to throw this out. My little boy's middle name is Taylor. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, Brady Taylor. Okay, do I see, do you see what I feel? Yeah, I'm feeling feel it. Lisa, you're I not see? needed here anymore. <laughs> That's what I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was that, right, I can't. What do you call this show? Back. Chicks I, with dicks? What do you call, call this It's show? called What Goes On Around Here, and that is exactly what I'm asking. What is going on around here? I love it. I All love right, it. look, I really want to get to some of this because people really want to learn information about you. Okay. And so who are your mentors coming up? I know one of them, Prince, and you actually got to work with them. Certainly. Uh, look, my for me, you, Wendy, you spot on. Yeah. Five years old, I, I, the radio was my savior. I grew up in New York. Um, ABC, WABC, Scott Shannon in the morning. Who was the Scott big, Shannon's still there? He certainly is, and I just did that yes. was CBS though. Yes, it's but CBS. WABC yeah. was what? Uh, Bill, there was a um, no, no. Who was that iconic? It was just an iconic. It was all we had was AM, a little bit of FM. I thought that was Bill Hogg. No, no. In the morning, well, my dad did. WABC in the morning. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, he wow. was the morning guy there for years. Okay, so we're talking like late 60s, early 70s, and that was Billy Preston, that was Karen Carpenter, that was the Temptations, that was the Ohio Players, Billy Preston, I mean, you Bill know, Withers. You know, some of your songs sound a little bit like that to me. I always was influenced by rhythm and blues. Always, always, always. And some of the bands that, like, um, of course, Earth, Wind & Fire, I mean, Maurice White, just, just endless but these every band i'm saying every artist i'm talking about crossed over into what we call the top 10 and top top 40 top 20 at the time they all had hits in the top one was fire from ohio players although you'd hard you know you, you know cherry and lick it and everything but yeah and i mean and karen carpenter close to you probably one of my top five all all favorite songs of losing all her what a voice that certainly karen the purity of it was it was magical but my my musical mentors were on the radio and then it just grew and Joni mitchell became like a light a beam for me just her lyrical content and the, the way her chords progressed and all these things started living and having colors within my body and i mean again yes you can call it prodigy or whatever but i am classically trained i went operatically studied because i knew what I my heart wanted to do, which was sing musically, not operatically necessarily, but perform in rock bands and and live and tour the world and be a you know How pop old star. How were you when you knew that you wanted to be on stage? Five. Five. It's done. I had a solo already then. They put me in with the Glee Club. I was in kindergarten because <laughs> it was like you know, don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. I don't think I was quite like Fanny Bryce, but I know I was sitting there in that little that little circle on the floor with the piano teacher, who I hated more than life itself. And I just was, I was like, I got to get out of here. Like this this circle and duck duck goose is not for me. Not working out. How Hell about no. wait? How about for you, Astaria? Do you sing? Can you sing? You got your mom's talent. I love singing and music. I definitely got the passion for it, 100%. Yeah. But I'd say my brother has more of the singing gene. Is that true? Well, it's only because she has a deviated septum. But we're going to get yeah, that knocked out next year. And yeah. then sky's the limit for this this one. But yeah, Levi definitely... <laughs> Levi's... Levi's Either one star of them. Is, your passion is... Her passion for music is extraordinary. You're going to follow in this footstep of the music world? No. Um, no. I never thought about that. I don't no. think so. No. She can do anything. I think she's going to yeah. run our business, though. Possibly. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, she's, well, Keep Levi better. Levi better do the finance. She can do the management. <laughs> this is why <laughs> you have kids, her, people, so that they can yeah. run your world. And our, and our little yellow house <laughs> on the beach. How about I, the I big one? I go back to this, though. So you're opera training. I didn't know that part. Yeah, about I was radically trained. Do you believe, because I've seen you perform on stage so many times, your voice has such strength. Was yeah. that part of it was gifted to you and just thank you god but but the it, yeah. training part i i'm now saying no, that, that might have sustaining something of that nature and even now you know i noticed um 
and all of it, you know, we, we are dear friends, Lisa. So she knew I had, I thought I had walking pneumonia maybe like three months ago. We Lisa's gone. You know, it's just, you, I'm always on the road. And so when you have those kind of struggles where your breath is gone, so to me, it's always been about breath control, building my diaphragm. You're physically, it, I trained like an athlete. I trained like an athlete then for my voice. Over the years, you keep your muscle intact. I vocalize before shows. So yeah, I mean, to me, it is that outlier philosophy those 10,000 hours absolutely put me in a place where undeniably I was going to be heard if not and the power behind my voice is is the training behind it and sustaining it is where people are like wow 30 years later you're stronger it sounds this and I that's part of the training of it and, and I, that's and a rarity it. right I mean so many people's voices burn, burn I don't out know. don't they? all I know is that one day I felt like I if I lost my voice I would you know die ultimately but I mean you know like I said Lisa knows me very well and and you know we all go through our our different you know, we're just out here biological warfare. But here's what I do know: <laughs> we're trying about, to keep it together. You here's know? what I do know about you, Taylor. You and I think Wendy has a point. A lot of other artists, they're not as caring about their vocal cords as you are. You really, you rest your voice before you sing. You don't talk a lot before. I mean, you have things you do to maintain. Have that. you watched Celine? <laughs> I <guess. laughs> love you, baby. I, I, I love Celine. <laughs> um, listen, guys, there are. There are no, you're an athlete. If you're doing this every week, every day, like I do at times, if you're doing eight shows a week, Broadway, yeah, you're, tra- you're in training. You're constantly in athletic mode when it comes to your instrument. This is not, I used to be so jealous. I always am when I'm touring and actually doing the promotion behind a record or, or something because I don't get to put my instrument back in a box. Right. This is the yeah. same instrument that I have to then protect, utilize, and go to dinner with and talk crap with and then go and do interviews with. So it doesn't get to rest like that. You have to purposely shut it down. Which she does. Do right. I've been dying to ask you this question. Another question. I don't know how many years I've known you. I've never asked you. Really? I can't believe it. Where were you the first time you heard yourself on the radio and was it Tell It To My Heart? It probably was that one of those 12 inches that I was discussing with you a little bit before I was Taylor Dane, which is I'm legally Taylor Dane, everybody 30 years now. So let's get let's get over that. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Wonderman, but Leslie, I came out with two 12 inches with my partner at the time, Rick Wake, and even what we ended up to start him with with the records. Um, I was driving probably around the corner from my house in Freeport in my little B210. That's about it. When I heard and all Leslie on the radio. On? Well, no, we knew it was coming on at 12.08. It was on the mix show. You know, look, look, when you're dropping records like we were doing in the day and doing 12 inches, we prom- we got on the promoters. We paid for it. We did everything. So I knew it was coming in that half hour mix show. That was the very first time I heard myself on the radio. And then now, what tell was it to it my like heart, when you heard I, Tell It To My Heart? I'll tell you, the biggest, the biggest freak with Tell It To My Heart was this. It did not release in Europe first. It was kind of, they didn't even have my photo. My, you know, there was no image of me on the, on the, on the 12 inch. So in Europe, it was just like that graffiti style, you know, that tell it to my heart cover it's a collector's item guys so find it anyway long story short is i went to an in-store and they told me in germany and when i showed up everybody had crimped hair there was about a thousand two thousand three thousand kids and i go um what's going on here and they go that's for you and i just so okay something's changed something has changed Oh, well, you don't, you're, I don't live in Germany Germans and Europe with and, and every country I went into. So paparazzi in the 80s was huge in Europe. And that's when I knew I was followed. I mean, you chased, followed, you name it. And that's how I, I knew something Can changed. Can I say, I, speaking about first, you probably don't remember this, but I remember it vividly. Hold, hold that thought. We're going to oh. have to take one break. Okay, we'll all be right. right back. <laughs> speaking of my first. This is why it's her show. So, uh, Wendy. Yes. You know how I love me my tequila. Oh, you do. And I've got a new one. Please do tell. It's called Ghost. 
Really? And not as in I'm I did that to you, you last week, yeah. <laughs> not, not as I'm ghosting you or you're ghosting me. No, it's a silver tequila infused with ghost pepper. What and is when, ghost pepper? Oh, my God, the hottest pepper you could ever imagine. <laughs> but when I tell you the kick you get, it is the most delicious tequila. I am loving it. So this could bring a whole new level to our Taco Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. And by the way... Tequila is really good for us. Did you know it's a probiotic? I don't care. Don't tell me if it's not true. I read it and I just am going to believe it. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm going to go with it too. It sounds fantastic. I read I'm like, it was a probiotic. I'm drinking this for medicinal purposes. All right. Well, you guys ought to drink it too. It's called Ghost Tequila. Okay, we're back. The Yentas are back with the wonderful Taylor Dane and her darling daughter, Astaria. And darling, Lady, darling. Darling. And you were right in the middle of uh, asking no, Taylor No, so this something. had to be 20, 25 years ago because it was before baby, before you had your, your kids. The kids. Well, uh, she has twins. You know, I she have has twins. twins before the babies. Babies. I love you, Wendy. She's before like, babies. before brunch with Lash and, and babies. We all go back, guys. Go ahead. Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah. The opening of the Beau Rivage Hotel. I was there with Sandy Gallon. You were the headliner. Yes. And I was hired to do kind of like their EPK. I was their in-house reporter. Oh, my goodness. And so okay. I was I was there. And yeah, big time. Biloxi, Mississippi. But it was a huge I know, hotel. But, but huge property. Amazing. Huge property. Harry Connick was there yes. as well. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the list of people that I'd interview. And they're like, you're going to interview Taylor Dane. And I'm like, no effing way like i was fangirl before you were you know but i wanted to be so professional that i remember interviewing you but i was actually very nervous you were yeah because i was just like you were like part of my life i mean you know you were the soundtrack to a lot of people's life and by the way almost every one of your songs has the word love in it was that on purpose did you read my TED? Is that because of my TED talk? No, you which heard I that? was going to ask you about yes, your TED talk. I, I even uh, she did guys, a TED talk. I'm did writing. You know that? Uh, look, my yeah. memoir is coming out in the fall. A lot of this is so interesting. After years and years of recording, and I realized how many times do I drop the L word in my song titles or the H word? So it's heart and love, like passion, love, heart. And I realized, I mean, yeah, you're right. The soundtrack of people's lives, but I mean. Who doesn't, you know, love? Who doesn't go through the emotions of heartbreak or well, whatever? Because, well, not all of them you wrote, right? Diane, not, no, Diane that's true. Warren oh, wrote a couple for oh, you, right? She's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, so the what, that's what's so interesting to me is, yeah, I could see it if you're writing it, but then even other people came to you with that and said, this is for you, Taylor. Well, and this... And it and it felt right. If it felt right, yeah. But I'll be your shelter, isn't? And yet, that's true. The umbrella under love. You brought up the TED talk. I want to talk yes. about this because here's what I did. I did see a little bit of it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I want to know two things. Were you nervous doing it? Because this is completely out of your element to do. Well, and you're in a room full of all these people that are just eyes on Taylor. So what, okay. how was that? Yes, I'm used to performing live. Different. These were different. This different. was, okay, we had the writer, we had vagina monologues in the audience. We had every, there was some. You mean the it, woman who wrote the vagina monologues? Absolutely. Okay. I we had Elizabeth that. Lesser in the audience. These are, you know, New York Times well, bestsellers. These are powerful women. And fantastic women. And um, this was TED Women 2016. What I had started to dabble with the idea of writing a memoir and, and putting putting a book together. And, and I'd been leading in that direction i started working with a wonderful uh my mentor i call her linda syverson and, and that she's memoir amazing. comes out this summer it's yes? coming out no it's coming out in the fall oh okay the greatest hits my best of is coming out sooner and a single will be dropping this summer um so that's what kind of was the pre- prerequisite of what happened when they asked me to do ted talk it was uh, it was linda who encouraged me to do it and i would I, have been panicked i would have been 
Okay, yeah, so was I nervous? Day. Guys, this is a six-month to eight-month writing process. This isn't, you know, and review. This is a very lengthy process. You're in a time frame. But, I mean, I'm used to putting things under the crunch, under time, under on the stage. But as a public speaker, and really, the message was very clear. They gave you an outline of what the topic was, and it was about time. It was about time. Got it. Got it. So everybody. So if you notice, there was Ashley Jubb was there. It was a very, very interesting and very, very uh, diverse Time's group of up. women. Time's up. time. And, and that's my <laughs> time. So I'm just saying me. it was. Yeah, it was the most nerve wracking thing I ever did. I bet. But it was challenging as all hell. And I amazing. could tell because I know you. I don't think anyone would have noticed, but I could tell you were nervous. Sure. I was watching you. I could tell when you were swallowing. I could see. <laughs> really. Well, I know you so well, and you're. N- I've never seen you nervous. I really haven't. That was about the first time. Well, speaking, listen, I've incorporated, you know, but this was, I did sing at the end. I mean, I don't believe many musical artists get up there and actually do what I did. So it was important for me to incorporate my story, which was what it was really about, what I really wanted to be part of that. So did you tell the highlights and the lowlights of your story? Because you once told me way long time ago, you said to me, if I was coming up when Britney Spears was around, my career would have been a different career. Oh, well, just ask that to me. Well, because Cher, I'll never forget what Cher said to me. I'll never forget what Cher said in general. She goes, being cool is the, being uncool is the worst thing. So the first time she started hawking a product, it was a nightmare. Listen, we all were pop stars, but what are we making? We don't make money on our music anymore. We make money touring. We make money out there on the road, literally, um, doing shows and, now with product endorsement that's because it's the most incredible thing so in the in the 80s in the 90s that was not a cool thing to do Isn't i had doritos i had pepsi <laughs> i mean either you had pepsi doritos or coke you know the drill yeah that's it yeah that that that's so because i found it really interesting when you said that to me i thought to myself she's right god would i love to sell right would i love to be rihanna with fenty right yeah, love the clone, exactly. the this, the that. Yeah, yeah. it I just mean, was a different translation. And I mean, but you look were at, as even big. Madonna's never really. You were as big as Britney yeah, Spears in your day. Yeah, it just was a different day. time. I think the hip, I think hip hop and art. I, I think that culture when everything was so branded. I think they just, uh, you know, you can you can love Diddy and you can love what what Russell what Simmons did. They really said we're going to label ourselves. We're going to turn this into our business, and they they really took brand and. And really, they became us, the brand. They, yeah, they are. They, a brand. they understood what it was about, and fashion will always lead that. You know, and the the uh, what do you call it? The uh, the marriage. The marriage between fashion, entertainment, music. I mean, so, it's, it's, it's no no, never more evident than how it is. How branding has changed the face of all of what we we do now with our own concepts. I loved how you vision. like uh, struggled for the word marriage, which leads to my question. Mm. Uh, you oh. have been such, I, I admire you for so long. You know, we I interviewed you and then we had mutual friends and then we became friends. But I always looked up and respected you so much for the fact that you said, I'm going to have these twins. I'm going to have these kids. Well, I'm going to have, have a child. I'm going to have a child. I mean, I wanted a child. Yeah. That I wanted to at least experience. I remember the whole process. You sure do. Oh, boy. I wasn't I was lucky enough. I'm going to say this without. I wasn't lucky enough or, or um, uh, at, the, at the time, fortunate enough to be in a marriage that I felt stable in or in, in, that I could have a child with. And I didn't want to put a relationship at at the will of that and i i've always been that way and i'm sure we can put on all the other reasons what a shrink would say like well that's a control aspect that's a this and a vulnerability and i'm sure but i couldn't see myself going through a process of being pregnant nor that i could physically because you know i have 
I some, understand. Yes, I have some um, I didn't female know if you issues. I talk about that. Well, well, I do in the book, but I mean, in general, there's some physical reasons why I haven't carried a child. My daughter knows she's here in, with us, but um, I wanted a child desperately. And so I did long, you know, 17 years ago. My kids are 16, 17 to she almost 18. She did the surrogacy. And I when hired nobody a surrogate. Did it. Nobody was well, doing it. was only it. legal here in California. I know, but you did it real Oh, no. She I didn't know that. Else. It was only legal in California. California surrogacy. That's right. And, uh, yes, then. It's only legal now in three states. I had no idea. Yeah, guys, it's a really big thing. That's, That's why insane. it's like fertility is one thing. But once you go to that, you know, surrogacy has become such a norm of a topic. But you're talking 17, 18 years well, ago. Kim Kardashian just did it. So, well, <laughs> she's got to be legal. God bless her. She's got to keep that skinny. I like that. In my well, case, then I was like, who's going to pay the I was like, Henny Penny, who will help me make the bread? Nobody. Right. So it you was had either, to work. So I went for one child. And then they put in three embryos because that's basically all I could get out of it. And I had my twins. It was Can a, I tell it was you how much from, and I've never shared this with you, but how much you inspired me because I went through the, I knew that I wanted to be a mother and the relationship wasn't lining up. And I went through, I ended up using a donor egg. So I, we all have our own little like yeah. baby magic that we do. But I remember thinking, could I raise a child on my own? Yes, you and can. And I thought about you. I'm like, she has twins. She tours. She's gone and she does it. And she's so happy. I just, I went after that happiness. So you've I'm inspired so, me so, in just I'm a so lot of ways. I'm so happy and pleased to hear that. Yet, listen, women and gentlemen out there. I'm a complete advocate of relationships. I'm a complete advocate of marriage. I'm a complete advocate. You're a lover. A lover. A lover. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's, there's no right or wrong, but I do say to all my LGBT community, all I've ever said is I've watched in my 30 years, I've seen families, I've seen children of, of men that have come together and raised the most incredible families, of women couples that have come together and married and have beautiful children. I am a, of different tale, and you are. I did not want to miss out on... On this opportunity because I felt like biologically I was stuck somewhere. That's and I all. got screwed because I got no kids. Well, you didn't get screwed. You're a pretty good aunt. I am and godmother. Aunt. Yeah. Godmother to Brady Taylor. I am a good Taylor. godmother and a good aunt. And uh, mine was also a physical issue why I, I didn't know. get pregnant. You know. But uh, I love you guys and I love one thing I want to... But I know that talk. doesn't define us. But no you know what? Way. I am so pleased. Like my daughter sits here today. Wendy, your son is where now? Three. He's three. three. Oh, where physically? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wendy will call me at the end of the day and she'll say this to me. He's what? still alive. I don't know how yeah, it happened. Someone asked me how parenting's going. I'm alive. like, he's alive. He's alive. It's three and a half. There is, there is no manual, but there's plenty of manuals. You get it. Yeah, there are plenty of books. Kudos to, read. to all all the parents out there, and kudos to all of all my just, best friends that helped me raise my kids all along the way. Because it takes a village. It does That's take right. and just, a village. Uh, I think the takeaway too, though, just to, to say is make it happen. You made it happen your yes, way. I, I made it happen. happen my way. Just, you know, if it, there's a will, there's a way. Make it happen. And if you want something, mm -hmm. like anything, go but after it. Go after it. Try to find all the, the appropriate. So don't cry. I'm, I'm just, I'm She's so very emotional. Oh, you sweetheart. No, I just, I love this kid so much. I just, when I think about Amen. it, I can't even imagine my life without him. And I'm sure Amen. you feel that way when you, when you. She doesn't kids. really care about those kids. <laughs> no, those two. Forget it, those two. They're around to make the business. What's wrong with no, you? No, it, it's all about This one it is, is all about the kids. Every time you talk to her, it's all about her it children. It is so not. That's a lie. We're at dinner one night. It but is. It's, it's a lie. It is a lie? No, yeah, see, no it's said, not a lie. What I'm all about I'm saying you? it is true. It is true. Listen, I have to break down and go into another head. That's when I'm like I'm the dude.
No. I'm father. I'm father too, you know. I yeah. understand oh. this, but we're at dinner one night and this one's doing the, the phone thing with both of them. Nope, you're going to do your homework. Nope, you're going to stay over Yeah, here. I nope. know. I'm going, you're at dinner. She goes, I don't care. I'm still mothering. I'm no, still I'm still mothering. like, no, I just got to make sure that Uber gets the hell there and gets a click, <laughs> hang up. And I go, Uber is probably the greatest gift to parent, to, to, par- to, to mothers and fathers all over the freaking world. Thank you, Uber. Thank you, Uber. I will stand up there and say, well thank you, Uber. Well done, Uber. All right, look, I want to talk about your book. What? Tell us what we're going to get. Talk- what are we going to know about it? What's happening? Well, we're going to start it with little Leslie Joy Wonderman, aren't we? Okay. Oh, we'll start Leslie up there so you guys Wonder- will understand. What's and we'll talk about book? it. Tell it to my heart. Oh, I love it. Let's just talk about tell it to my heart because I mean, that's what, what else? What else would the book name be I named? Mean, Come on. Well, I love it. You, you right? I mean, I mean, it's the perfect title. Was it hard to write a book? <laughs> I, I want to write write a book, but actually is, sitting yes. down. Well, you have a ghostwriter, don't you? I have a ghostwriter, right. but still. I mean, oh, it's, no, a, it's, it's a, a process. process. It's a lonely... You have lonely... to remember everything. How can you no. do that? It's a flood of thoughts. You, you're very good at it. You'd be shocked. Really? But it really take You really physically, sensorially go back into a lot of places that you didn't Emotion, remember. Does it emotionally get I, to you? I, yeah. It really does. What was the highlight and the low light of writing this? I'm still in the middle of it. There's Any- highs and lows. I mean, I have to say, like, every time I review chapters, you know, editing is just as difficult. <laughs> Not that I'm editing it always, but when you go, I'm going over with my writer. And, and I have to say, it's uh, the highlights are um, realizing that you can put your your life and in, in, in something that's concrete. And it's something that you can say and something that I can say I've achieved something. And it's not that I've achieved one thing. It's it's really I can't tell you what the highlight is yet because I'm still living in my in my life. And I really do mean that I, I you know me if if anybody I'm, I'm quite a hungry little girl and I have a lot to say. But at the same time, I just feel like I'm more of a, a, re- a recovering, um, you know, fameaholic, if you will, mm-hmm. or somebody that realizes, you know, it's one day at a time. I'm also a, now a woman in her 50s, and I'm like, you ain't 24 anymore, so you you know... You, you can't can- do the same stuff at 24. Well, you can 50. and you can't. I mean, you asked me where I was this weekend. I mean, I'm on the road all the time. All the so, time. I mean... Where could everyone go to get your tour dates in other cities? Everything. Or- TaylorDane.com, guys. Where else? Anywhere else? Well, yeah. yeah Leslie the real Joy Wonderman.com. <laughs> Leslie Wonderman. There ain't no such thing. You have a Facebook page where you can get people Facebook, to like you. Twitter. I, uh, yeah, my Speaking Instagram. The real Taylor Dane. Wait a minute. I, I would love to see you, and I have seen you in large theaters and large uh, arenas. Yeah. But can I say, if you ever have a chance to see you, like where we're at for Vibrato for Eden's birthday, that was like fantastic. That intimate kind of stage and There's setting. There's nothing better. Nothing better. I've seen that it's a couple amazing. times. Really? Yeah. Um, I think because you're just so great, the connection with the audience, you just feel like you're just right there, just uh, hanging out with I, you. Speaking of the connection of the audience, you are an icon in the LBGQTUFDF. I don't know. There's so Amen. many. Yeah. There's so many uh, initials now. I can't keep. Uh, how did that happen? You know, kind of like Cher, Bette Midler. Yeah, I think it's just they. Was it just listen, your you music? Come out, I think it starts with them. Everything starts with the music, and I just think then physically, I had this very engaging and powerful probably presence and i don't think the hair hurt any i don't think the red lips hurt any more than that and i don't think the latex was a problem oh that latex was the <laughs> best. between all that they were like home run let's go you know how many drag queens i mean they're like oh girl did i do drag to you and i'm like I, I, honey and you did it better than i could ever i said if i could have your legs rue who is like i i adore rupaul dear oh, friend um just to just to you know we're talking over you know 30 years now so there's a a, a wonderful 
you know, relationship. Because for like Bette Midler, she was in the bathhouses performing, True. right? So but that's you know how she... One of, the greatest, one of the greatest compliments I ever got was from Barry Manilow. And he goes, you remind me of a young little bit. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. There's, and there's... I mean, Bet would say to me, you know, I did Bet. I did a series with Bet when we before she had her, her one series on TV, and it was it was you know, we called the Harlettes, and she was like, I can tell who has never been a background singer in this group. Oh, Taylor, get in line. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the funniest women I ever met. Yeah. So I'm just telling you. Yeah. It. It. There's been some amazing. There cannot moments. be a Pride Parade without you. I just, I just actually went in. I think Melissa Etheridge fell out of this one in P- Pittsburgh, so I went and did it this Sunday. Oh, and good it for was you. fantastic. Pittsburgh, the rain was coming. We were like, "Hold back the rain," you know. I was like, <laughs> and we got up on there on that stage and just heart and soul. Well, this has been a heart because and that community is heart and soul. Yeah, now you absolutely. ask me why. Yes. All I know is when you get up there. Um, when I do pride, I don't really do white parties or any of that stuff anymore. But I mean, a pride is. Um, pridefully done and i enjoy it and i love that connection with the audience and you're seeing children of you know adults and families and brothers and sisters and mothers and and it's just just amazing now it really is you see a a large sea of audience where there was maybe a hundred at one point it's just the best you're the best i i you know what even if you weren't my friend i'd still say i love you i love you This has been a really fun talk. Well, you said this with so many of our friends. You said, you need to meet Taylor, and Taylor, you need to meet Leslie, and you need to this. Another friend, Leslie. We have another friend named Leslie who she has become good friends with. I really have. Yes, and you two are adorable together. Both New Yorkers. New Yorkers. And and honestly... Well, she speaks far... Her diction and (laughs) articulation is far better than mine. That's because of her husband, who's a lawyer, who speaks like this. Like that. I just have one final question. When can we all go to the Long Island Hall of Fame? (laughs) What the freak? I like, mean, the Long Island Hall of Fame. I never saw it. I just got the awards in there. You never even saw it. She just she got the award. Been. What are you, crazy? I mean, it, it's not the Long Island Hall of Fame. Look how she writes these things. Come on. New York. But, you know, it, Long Island is a very big part of New York. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right. So New York, Long Island. I don't give a Girls crap. Girls trip. Well, care? what's the Bronx and Brooklyn? They start with B. They're the Are same. Are they New York? <laughs> well, they're boroughs. That's correct. Good girl. Hello, But what's Long Island? Uh, an island. Yeah. <laughs> What's Queens? A borough. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. I passed the test. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap up uh, today on what goes on around here. I had the best time with everyone, including you, uh, Stereo. Don't talk too much Thank over you. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, go to TaylorDane.com to see where she's touring around the world. And when that book comes out in the fall, you better buy it. You better just be on board. All right, we'll see y'all soon.